Today's show is brought to you by The Book, The Grand Unified Theory of Bullshit, available now, and so is the audiobook. Uh, look for the link. It's there. And also, adamandeve.com. When you use code GLORY, you get 50% off on almost any one item, plus free shipping, plus a bunch of free gifts. And by paintyourlife.com. Text the word COGNITIVE to 64,000 for 20% off your first order. Buy the book and the audiobook. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at. This is episode 619 of Cognitive Dissonance. And Cecil! Yeah. Big... News for the show. Look, I know that World War Three <laughs> is right. Like, like I want to acknowledge. I know, I'm glad. I'm glad. I want to acknowledge. I'm glad you at least are acknowledging that, priorities. That there is a right now fucking human rights violations. I, I know. Human, what I do they know. call those? What do they call like human? What do they call those? Uh, uh, war crimes. War what crimes. Do they call? I know that the world has erupted into a chaotic yeah. maelstrom of yeah. anarchy and bloodshed. Sure, I know. Sure. And and we uh, and let's take a second, let's take a and second. recognize and that. know that. Yeah. Okay. But our book is out. <laughs> we, what do you want me to do? I know you can. We like, spent a year of working you can't, on it. You can't. Not, when were we going to time this better in this chaotic it's nonsense? It's so hard to like talk about other stuff and be smiling about your book. <laughs> you know I know. I, mean? <laughs> I know. It, 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 like you're, we're we're at, we're at a crazy place where it's like, well, I'll just wait for the next tragedy. I know, right? Yeah, you're just shit. stuck. You're stuck between two tragedies. We thought right. it would be a, a good time to really. Actually, we didn't we do any did, of that. No. We we just literally just finished it. It finished when it finished. It's like I. It's like me. I finished when I finished. But <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this: we are so excited for we this are. book. We so the paperback is out. There's a link on this week's show notes. You can go right now and buy the paperback. The Kindle is out. So you can go get the Kindle as well. Now, both of those are through Amazon. Right now, the audiobook is 100% recorded. We have a, a forward, Reverend Michael Marshall. We have an uh, introduction by, uh, we have a, a, pardon me, a preface by me. And then the rest of the book is read by Tom with little pieces. I, I read uh, some pieces where in the book, you would see it in text where I there's sort of a note by one of us to say something yep. where we're, we're teaming up writing it, but there's a point in our life where it doesn't make sense like for the two of us to say something together. So it would say like Cecil's note or Tom's note. And and I came in and read all the ones that say Cecil's note through the, throughout the book. There are very few, but I, I did read them. So the book is done though. It's, it's 100% audiobooks done. Audiobook is ready, guys. Now we're gonna we're going to send it off to a place to get uh, to to make it so that the apps are available for people to download, but we're not going to put it on Audible. So don't look for it on Audible because it won't be on Audible. No. Audible takes like seventy percent of the money, and you know we've, just we put a lot much. of time into yeah, this. We put okay. a lot of time into this, and if and you can't sell an audiobook for you know a ton of money, I mean, like the most you could sell it for is like we're going to be selling it probably on these major. 
platforms for like $20. We are going to be selling the audio, the audio book from our site at $15. That's what we think. It's yep. going to be either $15 or $16, $15.99 or $15. We haven't set it up yet, but we are sure it's going to be ready by Monday morning. So the audio book will be able to be downloaded. now. So you we, should go to our site and look for it now. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, So because that's when they're hearing this. That's their, they're listening yeah. on Monday. Yeah. Guys, it's Monday. Yeah, you should go. And here's the thing. The only reason it wouldn't be there yeah. is if Ian, As if Ian didn't do it. Didn't yeah. do his job. Didn't do his job. Okay, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a short pause for Ian to break in here and tell you whether or not he did his job. I'm do mastering it right now, so I, I gotta get back to it. Better be there. Ian, you're committed. We're gonna, I, I we're gonna send a pink slip to you. I'm gonna send me, two but... fucking guys with no. baseball bats and a bad <laughs> attitude. I, I got I'll get back to it. I'm sorry. And now when you buy this from our site, you're just going to have to figure out, we're going to have some ideas on how you can listen to it, but it's mostly just going to be a downloadable MP3. You're just right. going to get a downloadable MP3 and then you can put it on your phone, but you're going to have to be able to import it and all that stuff. You're going to have to know how to use your phone well enough without an app to sort of figure all right. that out. That being said, the audiobook is money. I added in the audiobook and the audiobook is spot on awesome. Tom read every piece of this and it sounds Excellent. It really does. Tom uh -huh. nailed it. It sounds excellent. I listened to the whole thing. I, I did all the editing. So it's, there's probably a mistake. If you see a mistake, if you hear a mistake, <laughs> send me a message and I'll upload a new file. If you hear a mistake, a wizard did yeah, that. Yeah. If you hear a mistake, Ian did it. God damn it, Ian. <laughs> no, I'm, so, oh, uh, so I'm the book is now out. Now, I know a lot of people are probably wondering, well, what's your book about? What is it? You know, look, you're, you're trying to sell me a book, but you didn't tell me what it's about. Well, the book is called The Grand Unified Theory of Bullshit. And the conceit is pretty simple. There's a lot of books that Tom and I have both read throughout the years. And these books are all very, you know, believing in UFOs is bad. And here's why. Here's sort of the logical reasons why you shouldn't. And people do. And you should, you should, here's, here's how you take that sort of thing apart. And there's a lot of books that do that, where yeah. they, they tell you, you know, here's a bunch of pseudoscience and this pseudoscience is bad to believe in because here's all the bad thinking that goes into that pseudoscience and don't think it. But there's never really, at least I'd never come across a book that tells you why we believe this stuff. Like, why do I believe, why do I fall for this particular uh, brand of woo? Why is it that I fall for it? And, you know, when you think about atheists, for instance, you can be an atheist and still believe in aliens. You can yep. be an atheist and still believe in ghosts even because you don't necessarily believe in a God, but you might think that spirits continue on after you're dead. You can be an atheist and you can believe in all kinds of medical woo. You can be an atheist, you know, like, so the idea is to be more skeptical in your worldview by connecting all these, these, uh, practices throughout all these different types of woo and specifically telling you why we fall for it. Why do we fall for it? And then when we get to the end of the book, one of the major things that we're talking about is, okay, so we fall for it. We realize that we're emotional thinkers a lot of time. And that's why we think about it. How do we fix it? Yeah. And it's not a how we fix it. We didn't write a book on how to tell somebody how to fix it. No. We, we wrote a book on how you can fix it for yourself. That's the main thrust. Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there is a, there is a commonality of theme for bullshit. All bullshit kind of smells the same. Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter what cow it plopped out yeah, of it. All exactly. kind of smells yeah, the same. Yeah, and you know, once you learn uh, to recognize why bullshit appeals to us, then you can begin to build a toolkit and some armor to defend yourself yeah. against the urge that we all naturally have mm -hmm. 
to believe in bullshit. And yeah. once you see that it all smells the same, it's easier to identify other bullshit. Yeah. Because you smell it a mile away. And it's easier to scrape it off your shoe. <laughs> it is. You know, that's yes. the other thing too, is like if you are an <laughs> yep. atheist yep. and you still kind of might believe in aliens, you might realize, oh, maybe I believe in aliens for the same reason other people believe in God. Right. And I can shed that belief and get rid of it. And so that's what the main thrust of the book is. There's a lot of the book we spend, Tom and I spent a ton of time researching the harm on what these things cause, because we both figured if we didn't explain all the harm that goes into these beliefs, there's no, I mean, there is a reason if you, and and knowing true things is yeah. important. There's an intellectual reason, yeah. but like what impact does that have on the rest of yeah. your life? If if you never act on any of this stuff and it, and it also really never hurts anyone, what's the big deal? Right. And so we did spend a lot of time researching and planning and thinking about how does this stuff hurt you? So a lot of the book is a recap of how this bullshit can hurt you. And probably the one of the best chapters, I think, is the chapter on paranormal because that's one that's gotten a pass for so long. Yeah. It's gotten a pass from so many different people. It's kind of it's kind of gets a pass as being kitschy. Yeah. And, you know? and there's a lot of harm in there. And they do a lot of sneaky things when they report on it. And, uh, and, you know, pulling all that stuff out and, and weaving that together, I think it took a lot of time, but it was, it was worthwhile. And the, we think the final book is really worthwhile. We think it's one of those books that if you get it, you'll read it. It's, it's definitely preaching to the choir. You'll, you'll yeah. probably agree with a lot of this stuff, but you'll hopefully catch yourself in those moments and do what we call a grand unified theory check, a gut check and pay attention to your emotion, the emotional, the emotionality that is getting you to think in that way. And so we hope it's one of those books that you use as sort of a, a thing you read and then you use this toolkit for the rest of yep. your life. Yep. So we're we're aiming high when we wrote We this. are, but I think I I I gotta tell you guys, I we're we're both really proud of the end product. Yeah. And we we think that um this audience would be particularly I just think you could you'd like it. You'd yeah. enjoy it, you'd get a kick out of it. I think there's stuff in there. Um, that would be genuinely useful yeah. um, for for you. We certainly tried to put something together. We think it's funny at times, and we think it's pretty serious at times, yeah. and um, it 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 kind of walks that line. So um, I don't know. You guys just listen to it, yeah, or buy it, or, or buy read it. it, yeah, yeah. I something. Think it's gonna. It's got to consume it somehow. We, we think it's gonna be pretty great. So uh, so check our website. There's ways to buy it. There's you can go check on Amazon if you want to get paper copies or the Kindle copy. Um, the audio book, like we said, will be on our website. Uh, we are also going to be having, we hope it's ready by Monday. We're going to have a form. If you bought the book uh, and you want to you wanna get a, a, a signed bookmark, we have signed Grand Unified Theory bookmarks. Um, we will send you a bookmark. And that goes for the audio book too. If you bought the audio book and you want a bookmark, send us a message with a, a, you know, a copy. Basically, you'll have a form that you fill out and then you can upload an image of your receipt of you buying it. And then we will send you a bookmark in the mail. Now, the bookmark is going to come when we when you do send us this stuff. We will send you back a PayPal link <laughs> uh, because it's not, we, we have to buy all the things that we need to do to send this to you. So we had to buy the envelopes. We had to hire someone to make it and then do all the work to get the bookmark done. And we're going to have to do, we're going to have to pay someone to actually do the work to collate all this stuff. So it's going to be a $5 bookmark. But that's the only way that we could figure out a way to get you something signed yeah. on this particular, because people were asking for signed copies of the book and it's just so hard to do. So we, we settled on the bookmark thing. We'd love it if you, we, we would love for people to reach out 
you know, show us a copy of the book and we and then we will send you a PayPal link for $5 payment. And once you pay it, we will ship one out to you right away. Should we give him a little taste of the book, Cecil? Yeah, I'm going to play. Want to give him a little something, yeah. like a little teaser? I'll play a little five minutes or so of this book um, right now. So I'm going to play a piece of the introduction uh, and then I will, uh, like I say, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I'll play a little bit of the introduction. <laughs> the, for you this guys. episode's eight hours yeah, long. This episode, this episode, even in the introductions, long. It so, is, yeah. So it's 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 like thirty plus minutes. So I'm just going to play like five minutes, the first five minutes or so of the introduction, and I'll end at a paragraph. So here's Tom reading our book, The Grand Unified Theory of Bullshit, the introduction. Believing untrue things can manipulate us into unfounded action. It allows people to shirk responsibility and can lead us to repeat misguided endeavors. When we build understanding on untrue things, we are constructing our thoughts and actions on a poor foundation. And anything built on a poor foundation is necessarily faulty and likely to crumble. But a strong intellectual foundation is not a given. In fact, our brains love to trick us and it is a constant struggle to fight against our lesser nature that tells us to believe dangerous and silly things without evidence. These types of beliefs are hard to avoid because they're somewhat emotional. We want to believe them. We are invested in them, and we are therefore easier to convince. Our thoughts also need sustained attention to avoid falling into the traps set by agents that want to change our minds and alter our behaviors. Many of these tactics and thought traps are common across all kinds of paranormal, supernatural, and conspiratorial thinking. Once you spot them in one area, you can easily spot the same methods and lines of thinking in another. Just as you prune a tree to encourage it to grow in the way you want, you need tools to help your thought process be as sturdy as it can be. Below are a few common ways that we trick ourselves and ways that other people trick us into believing that something false is true. Motivated reasoning is probably the greatest hurdle when it comes to believing in nonsense. Motivated reasoning means, quite simply, wanting to believe something. By its very nature, this kind of thinking is emotionally satisfying, so using logic to combat it might not be effective at all. It is also us tricking ourselves. We naturally trust ourselves, so when we are the ones doing the deceiving, motivated reasoning is a way for the nonsense to make it past any external guards or barriers we have set up. No one can convince you of things more effectively than you can convince yourself. And the topics in this book are no exception. People believe in alternative medicine first and foremost because they want it to be true. We want a less painful, easier to understand treatment that is guaranteed to work. We believe in religion because we want something wonderful to happen after we die, or we want some outside omniscient force to be subtly, and in many cases, even not so subtly, controlling our lives. We want Jesus to take the wheel. So many of us want to believe in ghosts and aliens. We want the world to contain fascinating mysteries, and we want to uncover them. We want to live in a universe where we aren't alone and in which we can communicate with dead loved ones. We want a conspiracy that paints the political opposition as monsters, so it's easier to discount anything that opposition says. A cognitive bias that goes hand-in-hand -hand with motivated reasoning is called confirmation bias. 
This is the process that allows us to discount or dismiss data that would weaken a position. It also puts undue value on data that reinforces our favored position. Whenever we encounter information about a topic that we are motivated to have a stance on, we will place less value on information that weakens our viewpoint and more value on information that strengthens it. Take, for instance, a political stance. If you are a Republican and think that Republicans are better at governance, you might reason that the times when they are less effective are less important. You may also not place as much importance on any Republican misdeeds while placing a great deal of importance on another party's misdeeds. Most of us know this as partisan politics, and it permeates our political landscape today. These two cognitive traps, when working in conjunction, create a very difficult obstacle to overcome when trying to convince someone that what they believe is incorrect or that there is a lack of evidence supporting it. These traps reach across all spectrums of supernatural, paranormal, and conspiratorial thought and are the bedrock of poor reasoning on which all these subjects are built. Pork chop sandwiches! Oh shit! Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing? Go! Get the fuck out of here, you stupid idiot! Fuck, we're all dead! Get the fuck out! This story comes from Rolling Stone. Candace Owens is mad girls aren't being taught to make their future husbands a sandwich and 13 other crazy CPAC moments you missed. CPAC, Cecil. Hold on. Before you start, Tom, yeah. can you just describe what you see here? Okay. All right. So, so there's the a picture. Image. There's a picture at the top of this article. The image is Rambo. Sly that's, Stallone. That's, that's Rambo's that's body. body. It's not all of Rambo. No, it's not. There's a piece you know, that's not it's, Rambo. It's Rambo's body from the 1980s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From, from seriously like... Yeah. Rambo 3. When he was juiced up and ready to go. That dude is like three and a half feet tall yeah, and like three and a half was, feet wide. But he was juiced yes, to the he fucking was. gills. Jesus. And he was, and you could just look at his arms and he was like, Jesus ready Christ. to fight. Yeah. And imposed where Sly's head would be is Trump's ugly, stupid fucking face. This giant With a bandana on. Yes. As if Trump, I love that they turn, because they, they've done this so many times. They've done it so many times. They, right. they turn this fucking fat, unwieldy septuagenarian with fucking dentures yeah. and fucking weird hair, and they turn him into a photoshopped warrior. <laughs> and I think every time it's perfect because it is a fake yeah. warrior. It's exactly it. Right? He can't even stand. When you look at him standing, yes. he stands all weird. His back is all arched, and he's- Dude, he looks so weird. He needs a fucking both hands to drink a glass of water. He's so, and he's so, like, like he's not, they do this thing where it'd be like if everybody on our side put Nancy Pelosi's body, like, like head yeah. on a supermodel's frame. Right. It would be so that we weird. could, like, weirdly it, idolize them. It would them. be that weird, right? Yeah. If you took Nancy Pelosi's 80-year-old head and you cut it off, <laughs> And a Photoshop. It really does look you, super weird. And you put it on like a young Selma Hayek. Right. And you'd be like, um. Okay, I might need a minute with that. That is super Weirdly, weird. Weirdly, I, I feel that something is right now. super <laughs> weird. Super duper extra special weird. The, the whole idea of like literally creating an idol. Yeah. For these it's, CPAC. It's so crazy. For and, fucking CPAC. And CPAC is the crazy. This whole article oh. is just 
pouring with crazy it, tongue. It's a bar. I, we just have to read yeah, chunks. Read, we read just have to fucking sure. read big chunks of it. So the McCloskey couple from the Missouri protest where they pointed guns at BLM protesters were handing out photos of the incident as like mementos and advertisements for her husband's Senate campaign. Oh, good Lord. And there's a tweet that's linked in there with those two idiots standing there with her with her striped shirt. She looks like the fucking Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I love about this is not only was it an atrocious racist moment, right? Yeah. But also, it's a bad picture of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You look fucking unattractive in this picture. If I was running for Senate and somebody took my fucking picture and I was like, Holy shit, that's not a good angle. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be out there like selling it because one time I did an infamous thing it's at a bad angle. Literally the only thing they're famous for. Right? right. It's the only thing you're famous for is a bad thing. It's why those those people welcome Kyle Rittenhouse with open arms. Oh, I know. You right. know, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Well, I, you know what it is, is because they don't give a shit about anything but their symbols. Yeah. These you're people right. are you're fucking right. symbols. You're right. This Mike Lindell spoke on a small <laughs> stage. I I love. I, I love this too. He, as it quoted in, in uh, Rolling Stone, he rambled into a microphone. It is, I love the way they phrase that rather than he gave a speech. It is so amazing. It is so amazing. Where, uh, is, where is it? Oh, there it yeah. is. Yeah. And, and he was so loud that the sound system was peaking and you could hardly hear me, anything. I'm going to play a, I'm going to play a little piece of this for you guys. It's only 15 seconds long. Let me play it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the perfect audio you for literally, him. You literally can't perfect. hear a thing he's saying. It sounds like the echoiest room you've <laughs> ever heard in your entire life. And it sounds like Ian mic'd it. It's <laughs> the worst. It's the worst. This is what he always sounds like to me, though. Oh, God. It just always sounds just he fucking does indistinguishable doesn't he gibberish. Doesn't sound like fucking Charlie Brown's mom? It does. He sounds like... <laughs> 100% <laughs> sounds like oh that. Oh, my God. It's so good. God, it's, it's so, so great. Good. I love it. According to a video posted by an attendee, folks with access to the VIP room were treated to a complimentary McDonald's buffet before Trump's speech. People paid $7,000 for gold-level VIP tickets. Silver tickets were $3,000. Both levels sold out okay. for Page fucking hamburgers. Patreon goal. Yeah. The, the level is... Yeah. 7,000. 7,000. And I will have McDonald's with you. <laughs> are we you will. serious? Are you serious, dude? These people are that hard up to meet. And I, I guarantee you didn't even meet them. I, oh, no. I guarantee they didn't meet, meet them either. But also, like, this is, I think, very clearly in reference to what they think was like a cool moment when, when Trump shut yeah. down the fucking government. Yeah. And then he didn't have a chef. Right. And, and then, and then, like he had to get hamburgers, and he got the hamburgers for a bunch of like athletes that yeah. he was supposed to have at the White House, Who, and that was a disgraceful moment. Was, yeah, but they, but they think it was a banner moment, right? Yeah, that's it's like the Photoshop thing. It's like you guys can't see past yourselves. It's insane. This is insane. It's insane. One speaker, an AM radio host from Memphis, Tennessee, started his speech with some comments that were so racist and transphobic, I thought he'd been transported to an episode of the Boondocks. <laughs> Quote, my personal prefer preferred pronouns are fried chicken and collard greens, he said. He went on to say the mayor of New York calls him a cracker, but he prefers saltine American. What the fuck? Jesus. 
What Jesus. is happening? God, I, 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 even when you said that, I was getting like this. Oh, you moment. get uncomfortable. You, you start to clench. Really? You're just clenching. You're like, what is wrong with you? This, it's not funny. No. Like, it's not funny. All it is is just punching down at a vulnerable group of people to make yourself feel good. What, and what's, That's literally all. It's bullying. It's, it's bullying. And he chooses two groups at once yeah. to bully. Right. And you're like, God damn, you can't be satisfied to just be racist yeah. or just be a transphobe. Yeah. You, you have to combine them into some fucking weird peanut butter chocolate yeah. racist transphobe fucking moment. Voltron. Holy he's, shit. He's got a foot that's transphobic. He's got a sword <laughs> that's racist. God damn. Unbelievable. Uh, this is one that I could not. Uh, yeah. This one here, I just could not. Outside of CPAC, on public property, what appears to be a group of accelerationist neo-Nazis gathered for a small picket. Conservative commentary site Red State weighed in to reassure you that their presence wasn't a big deal. Well, and 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 so I think that they were saying, at least, so I tried to read this Red State article. You can, if you look at the photos, there's a dude. He's a white guy. I'm pretty sure he's a white guy. At least he looks like a white guy in the photo. Now maybe, maybe yeah. he's maybe he's a he's a black guy and he's just covered up well and it and the shadows on his on his hand make him look white. Sure, right? I don't know, but he look he looked white to me, and he was covered in all the like Antifa stuff. So these guys look like are covered in like that that like skull right. bandana uh -huh. on their mouth, and he's got goggles on, but he has a Burger King crown with the N word written on it. Jesus. And, what? Just, and it's and it looks like what? a white dude. And then they what? have and then they have these these fucking uh swastika flags, the fucking Nazi no, just, flags. Just, and then we're done. You can't pretend to be a Nazi. No. You can't pretend you can't pretend it because I'm gonna immediately think you're a Nazi. But there's what is the distinct what is the difference? Right? What is like literally somebody tell me yeah. how, if if I am if I am like you cannot be like jokingly racist yeah. because any joking racism relies on racism. Yeah. It's not a joke you can't anymore. can't do that. Yeah. That's not how any of this works. And these guys are all, these. every single one of these guys is all, I, at least from what I could read is that they were, they were trying to say that these guys are just kidding around. This is for the lols. They're doing it for performative reasons. And you're just like, you can't just show up at a place. It's not funny. Like it's not funny to just have a Nazi flag. That's not funny funny right. that's not well, comedy right it's and all it's it's like okay so it's one of those moments you want to be like explain to me the joke yeah what's the joke tell me the joke what part. is your joke we, we we've done this thing and I, I do have to get off on a little bit of a tangent though because we've done this thing where it's where we are confusing the idea of comedy people people use that as an excuse all the time oh it's just a joke and you're like well what's the joke what's Where, the like, fucking tell, joke? tell me the fucking joke and what the reality is is I'm mocking you. Yeah. Mocking someone isn't a joke. Yeah, that's not a joke. Right? Like, like if I write a fucking mean fucking vulgarity for charity thing, then I read it to the person and I stood in front of them and just fucking read it to them and made them feel bad. That's not a joke anymore. Yeah, it's not a joke. I just, that just means that you hurt somebody. It's just being mean. Right. That's it. There's, it's like if I punch somebody in the face, but then when I'm done punching him in the face, I'm like, ha, but I was kidding. I was kidding. I was on They still got punched. Or whatever, you know? Right. <laughs> You know? Yeah. What no, the fuck? What I, are you talking about? It's a joke. And, and when you have to hand wave away your Nazis that show up, well, right. you can't hand wave that away. And then the other one that, that you should definitely read, Tom, is the Kevin Sorbo Oh, this one. is amazing. Kevin Sorbo attended one of the special dinners in a blue suit lined with fabric 
that prominently featured his own tweets. Can you believe? And one of those tweets is Bill Gates, the same person who says the world is overpopulated, wants to save your life with a vaccine. Wow, that's a zinger. Really fucking... That's a fucking... There you go. Man, that's... A, download all of Twitter just to save that. There you for go. For future that's, reference. It's boy, there's a, there's a thinker. Think about this. Is there... A, I can't think of anybody more self-absorbed if they they, oh they create a fucking coat with their own tweets. Their own words. I mean, at that point, you know, K-Sorbs is at home fucking jerking K off. K-Sorbs. He's jerking off and he's giving himself a facial and loving it every right? time. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. That's, that's it. That's yeah. the level of narcissism that's, we're talking yep. about here is that he's like, he's like, I bukkake myself every day <laughs> with my own cum because I love myself that much. Candace Owens said that everything has gone downhill since feminist education in the 1970s began encouraging girls to pursue a career when they grew up instead of focusing solely on supporting oh their husbands. Schools <sighs> said to women, don't stay at home. Go be like a man. Go to work. Why would you want to stay in the kitchen? Don't make him a sandwich. It's weird that Candace Owens has all this free time to speak at a convention when we should be supporting her husband right. at home. Thank you. <laughs> Candace Owens has a fucking career. Yeah. She has a career. Don't. Women shouldn't have careers. That's what I'm saying specifically to appeal to a male audience. How gross is it that there's so many people in the Republican Party that have to deal with that sort of cognitive dissonance of their, their own yeah. lives, right? Candace Owens is a perfect example yeah. of this. She's a brand she She's, sells. To. She is 100% a brand and she is a token in many ways. Yo, and she's yes. a happy token yes. to be there. And I, I, I'm not trying to be racist. And I don't want to get, I, I know that that she's a female be, token. That can be, yeah. get, that can be construed, but I'm not trying to be racist against her. I'm just saying like, it's not only race, but it's also gender. Oh, like absolutely. She, is, yeah. she is that for them because she's, she's basically spouting off all the same talking points that they, but she has a different set of bits than most of them. And she has a different skin color. Yeah. Well, well I think what she's done very kind of cleverly is she has monetized their talking yeah. points and her tokenism exactly. and sold it right, sold back, it to right them. back to them. And they're dumb enough to fucking buy it. There's a part of me that like, I abhor everything Candace Owens does and says and stands for, but there is still a part of me that kind of admires the fucking chutzpah of yeah. just Yep. selling back to you your own racism. Right, right. Like, it part would of me be is amazing. Like, part of me wants to pull her off to the side and be like, you, so that's fucking, you're like, fucking you, doing You're grifting them, right? You're fucking well, grifting I, these idiots. I would love it at the end of a long career if she just says, yeah, I've, I've been a liberal the whole time. I just played all you idiots. It would be, if that she wasn't doing damage. If she wasn't doing damage. And right? that's the and thing. that's is the like, problem. Is, yes. is that this, and the other problem too is that she's a, she's a rabid anti-vaxxer and, and I can't tell you yes. how many of those memes on the Herman Cain Award have her picture on yeah, them. Yeah. So she's a, right. she's a damaging individual. I'm not saying yes. that. Right. So I don't, don't take, don't get me wrong on that front either that I'm somehow admiring her for she's a terrible awful person but the 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 grift she has going is really clever absolutely really clever absolutely. grift and I think she's very aware of it I, I do yeah. I believe she's very aware yeah. of that grift and like this is kind of going back to the comments we were making before Cecil if she were to come out like in five years and be like I was grifting you you were still doing damage. You're you know still what I mean? doing the wrong. You were thing. still the fucking still problem. Hurting people. There are still lots of people yeah. out there who use what you said to change other people's minds and to reinforce their own worldview. And that worldview is bad. It yeah. hurts others. And it hurts people like you. Yes. Right. It hurts. Yep. It hurts women. It hurt. It hurts people of color. Yes. It hurts those people. And 
And you hurt vulnerable communities because it made you money. Yep. And that's it. That's it. That's a fucking awful thing, thing to do. do. Yeah. But this this whole fucking this whole escapade down there. You, you just have to click through this article and just make sure to click every single link. red link because yep. every single one of them is a treasure. <laughs> the fucking Let's Go Brandon booth oh. they had. So yeah, check this article out because it is, the pictures on here are just worth looking at. If you like to people watch, you need to open this article up. CPAC has gotten weirder and weirder like and we've been covering it for years. It's like a carnival. It has gotten so much worse. It's like a carnival. It man. is. And then- Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, good a, Lord. Let's, yep. let's jump yep. into that, Tom. Let's talk about this. Let me. Because there's a competing conference, yeah. right? So the competing conference, there's CPAC and there's AFPAC. Yeah. And AFPAC is the fucking white nationalist, yeah. racist fucking conference that's hosted by Nick Fuentes. Yeah. Nick Fuentes is the actual fucking worst. And just in case you're like, oh, people throw like white nationalists around like all the time. Like Nick Fuentes is an actual, like avowed white nationalist. Let me play, He's a let me terrible play this, person. Tom, Tom, you just you posted this in the notes, and I just want to play this. This is a minute thirty-two long. We're gonna play Nick talking here. Now, this is the conference that Marjorie Taylor Greene and another member of Congress spoke at. Yeah, Paul Gosar. So they they both went to go speak there. Paul Gosar wasn't he the one who was. No, I'm thinking of Gozer the Gozerian. Forget it. Forget it. <laughs> and a deadly vaccines enhance the powers of the federal surveillance state. Let's face it. The United States government has become the evil empire in the world. The United States government has become the great Satan that many have called it. What even is our main export? We have our embassies and consulates all across the world. They wave the flag of what? Transsexuals, Black Lives Matter, the gay pride flag. You know, being an American used to mean something, and now it means all this crap. And it's a shame. You take a look at China. I hear Fox News and conservatives talk all the time about the Chi-Coms, the Chi-Coms, Chinese social credit system. Have you taken a look at what Google and Facebook are trying to do? Social credit system. And now they're going on about Russia and Vladimir Putin is Hitler. And they say that's not a good thing. And <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> are you fucking serious? Yeah, dude. Are you fucking serious? Vladimir dude? Putin. They say he's Hitler. And like, that's not a good thing. Holy shit. So Marjorie Taylor Greene spoke at this place. Yeah. And even, even Kevin McCarthy, who's the, the, the minority leader in the house, yeah. he even came out and said, holy fuck, don't, I can't believe you did this. Yeah, I mean, she's already been stripped of all of her committee assignments. Yeah, what are you going to so, do? Short of just booting her ass out of fucking Congress, which they should do. Yeah. Like 100%. she should be kicked the fuck out. 100%. She she claims that she showed up to AFPAC not knowing anything about AFPAC because she knew, but somehow she knew that the demographics skewed younger and she wanted to talk to younger people. And that's nonsense because if you hear what she says at AFPAC, what she says is something, what is she, she says something like, so many of us in this crowd know what it's like to be canceled. So she's done her fucking homework to know who's in that crowd. Yeah, sure. She tailored a speech 
specifically yeah. knowing who that crowd, yeah. she knows what AFPAC yeah. is. Yeah. You don't just accept, see, so we've gone to fucking conferences before. We vet the conference we go to. Sure, yeah. There was conferences we were invited to that we, we didn't go to. Yep, because we looked at the other speakers and we're we like, said, nope, absolutely hard not. fucking pass. Yep. We didn't go to those yep. ones. And there's been a couple of them. It's not yep. just one. Right. There's been a couple of these conferences. When you're, when you're going to speak at something, and these weren't even things necessarily, these are just things we were going to go we to. We were just going to go to. Yep. Yeah. You don't, as as somebody that, that has some kind of sway or credibility within any community, much less if you're going to be, a, I mean, much more if you're going to be a fucking speaker, you have a fucking responsibility yeah. to do at least a little bit of homework. And yeah. if you get it wrong, but you did your homework, Fine. Yeah. You probably didn't get it half pack wrong. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Look up fucking Nick Fuentes. He said some of the worst shit you've ever heard. This guy says like that he doesn't want to stop until America is a Christian Aryan state. Yeah. I mean, he is a, he is a straight up yeah, neo Nazi. This is you have people on his side that are saying, never go near this guy. Right. These this are people on Marjorie Taylor Greene's side that are saying, yes. holy shit. I can't believe you went to this conference. Yep. And the, and this is all part, like Nick Fuentes and all the rest of these fuckers are part of some Groypers thing. Have you heard of the Groypers? No, I hadn't. So it's G-R-O-G-R-O-Y-P-E-R-S. And I just found it when I was reading about this stuff. So what it is, is a bunch of like far-right, neo-Nazi, white nationalist internet trolls. Oh, Jesus are Christ. Can you think of a fucking less I, worthwhile group of people in your life? No, I, I literally cannot, cannot. I cannot. I could not put a sentence together that would be worth less than what I, you just Thank said. you. Thank you. <laughs> and they call themselves fucking groipers. <laughs> and the groipers are like these right-wing internet trolls that are trying to come out of the internet and make their right-wing politics IRL politics. Are like you in, yeah. fucking so serious? these are this Nick Fuentes and his ilk, they are groipers. They yeah. are no, these are that fits. It fits. And so is she. Yes. And so that's is exactly fucking right. yes. she. Yes. You know what I mean? She is a product of this troll yep. culture. Yeah. Her and and Bobert, they're literally there to be hecklers the other night at the State yeah. of the Union. Uh -huh. They're literally there just yes. to heckle. Yes. They they have they have no they there there has been a complete breakdown in in the difference between, and, and, and because it was always a false distinction, in the difference between real life decorum and, and speech and respect and fucking internet yeah, world, right? Yeah, yeah. It was always a false distinction. We always pretended it was real. You're right, you're and right. all that has happened now is what was always inevitable, which is the poison and toxicity yep, yep. of treating other human beings yep. poorly yeah. has become a standard. And now we standard bearer that around in the actual world face-to-face. -face. And we used to be scared of each other. Yeah. And that's why we didn't do it. Yeah, We were afraid of social consequences. It was the social consequences. It was always that. Yeah. And now we've distilled down this internet hatred. And now we get juice from it. Yep. So now when uh -huh. we go out in the real world and we do this sort of thing, these people still get that juice from that internet stuff that they had created yeah. a while ago. They sell back. this twice. Yeah, they, yeah exactly. The thing is like these yeah. motherfuckers sell it twice because yeah. they sell it in real life and then they turn around and sell it back sell to you online. Yep, yep. It's uh, it's abhorrent. I can't believe that woman. I, I mean, I can't believe she's part of Congress, but, and, and the worst part is, is that she is a rallying figure on the side. We, we heard, oh talked my God. about it two weeks ago, three weeks yep. ago, where you said she's, She's like the second most sought after person to get your an endorsement, an endorsement from yeah. because they know that it's that's that's the party of trolling. It is the party of yep. trolling if she is your person because she has nothing to offer the world. The, she is a person who defines herself 
for her confrontationalism. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's all it. it. That's only thing she has. And the thing is that, like, if we accept that as part of what we think of as serious discourse, then the result that we yeah. get will be confrontationalist yeah. politics. That's all you're going to get. And confrontationalist society. We won't accomplish anything. You, you can't fucking... You can't solve a single problem with confrontationalism. Yeah. It's a bullshit ideology and it's a cowardly ideology because at the end of the day, it doesn't put anything forward. Yeah. All it does is just attack. And that's and being on attack yeah. all the time is actually so fucking cowardly because you never put anything vulnerable of your own into the world. Yeah. And it's all stop. It's stop this, yes. stop this, yes. stop this. Yes. Right? You can't be that on, on the side that is trying to progress. Yep. Because fucking garbage. You can't do it. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. I want you in the- Oh, hey, Gary. What are you doing? Well, I'm trying to visit a website and listen to music while reading a book, but I can't mm-hmm. seem to figure out how to get my hands to hold the book and use the computer while I'm listening to music. Wait, what's the book? Oh, it's a new release. And what's the website? Well, adamandeve.com, of course. Well, maybe there's an audiobook available? And... Audiobook? Yes, Ian, an audiobook. It's the Let's Play of reading. With an audiobook, you can listen to your favorite newly released title while shopping at the website of your choice, which is, of course, adamandeve.com. Here, I'll put this beautifully crafted and printed manuscript on the shelf to display to my friends and family. But now I can also purchase the audiobook for a convenient listening experience? Now you've got it. And what's more, I can finally use my hands to go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item. What happens when you select almost any one item? Why, I get 50% off, that said, almost any one item. Boy, howdy. But that's not all. When you purchase one item, they'll also send three bonus sexy items and six free movies. Look at those fingers working. More than that, Adam and Eva wants to make your life easy. They offer discreet shipping as your privacy is a priority, plus free shipping on your entire order. That means the feds don't know what I bought. Sounds true. Just to recap, that's 50% off one item and 10 free gifts to boot. And a free boot? No, no, two boot. Two boot? No, T-O boot. That would have been glorious. Funny you should mention that. Use offer code Gloria at checkout and get all this great stuff. Is that G-L-O-R-Y, Gloria at checkout at adamandeve.com? Yes, it is. This is an exclusive offer, so be sure to use code Glory to get not just the discount and the free goodies, but also the 100% free shipping. Code Glory. Wow, I'm so glad I told you about that audiobook. You know, you can't spell audiobook without adamandeve.com. That sounds correct to me. Glory. You know, when I sit down to read a good book or listen to a fine audiobook available now, I usually think to myself, how can I make this memory last? How can I capture this moment and relive it by seeing it on my wall each day? Wait, I know, paintyourlife.com. When I heard about PaintYourLife.com, I thought, that must be for rich people in museums, not for millennially bearded hipsters with crushing student and avocado toast loans. Well, not so. If you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you've got to try PaintYourLife.com. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price, or combine photos of people or places you love into one painting. Send any picture, yourself, your children, family, a special place, someone you love to isn't around anymore, a cherished pet, even an action shot of you or your children playing your favorite sport or reading your favorite book or listening to an audiobook makes the perfect birthday anniversary or wedding gift meaningful personal and can be cherished forever i know when i go to the houses of my friends and family where i've gifted them a paintyourlife.com painting i can stare at that painting for hours instead of talking to them about the real housewives of dayton county at paintyourlife.com there's no risk if you don't love the final painting your money is refunded guaranteed and right now is a limited time offer get 20 percent off your painting that's right 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word
word cognitive to 64,000. That's cognitive to 64,000. Text cognitive to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at Paint Your Life. Shh. 3D printer. PaintYourLife.com. Again, text cognitive to 64,000. In America, there is plenty of light beer and you can always find a party. In Russia, party always finds you. <laughs> light beer from Miller. Everything you always wanted in a beer and less. Hey! So this story comes from Media Eye. Tucker Carlson slams efforts at censoring Kremlin-backed RT claims no dissent is allowed. Did you see RT America shut down today? Fucking good! Yeah, it's RT American closed its doors today and dis- and they laid everybody off. All the workers got laid off. Now, I don't... I did not verify this, so I want to tell like like right off the bat, but there's a, there's a blogger that I follow that I respect quite a lot. Her name is Heather Cox Richardson, and she is a... She, I, I generally respect what she does and says, and she seems very well-researched. Um... She she posted something the other day that I saw, and again I haven't verified it, but that since the all these Russian fucking trolls, bots, and news stations have come down, the amount of like disinformation, disinformation and rabid right wing yeah. bullshit on yeah. Twitter has dramatically decreased, yeah. Yeah. which only goes to prove what we have been talking about yeah. for fucking years, which is that. This is all propaganda from the information war that has been successfully yeah. waged by on, Russia. People on Reddit, I, I follow Reddit and I follow the comment section because yeah. I do read comments a lot. And there's been a lot less of those comments too. They, they've noticed it on Reddit too. Yeah. The people on Reddit have noticed that there's been less of those comments because those comments will come in on the top comments and then they'll start getting upvoted by these bots that, right. you know, so that, but there's been less of it. And RT America shut down today. I saw it on Reddit. I wasn't able to verify it, but I, I saw the link on Reddit to a news site. So I know it was a news site that record, reported it. Um, but yeah, so today. Fucking good. Yeah, I mean. Fucking good. I don't understand how the fuck they were here anyway. I, the, I, I don't understand. We, are, how we you, have been. You were just like, no, it's cool. Yeah, come on in. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, you, know, you know what? Poison in my ear. It's right, cool. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. You know, like, during during every major world war, like we flew leaflets and you drop leaflets in a yeah. propaganda war, right? So you drop leaflets over the enemy line to try to, you know, propagandize them. Yeah. What's insane is that now, rather than dropping leaflets, they're opening up, they're, they're renting and leasing yeah. space yeah. And, then, in a, and selling their fucking propaganda to us using our own systems. Yeah. And, we're, and we're only now yeah. turning around and saying, and what I hope, Cecil, is that we never let them back on. Just like with Trump. Never. Just like with Trump, right? Yes. You saw what happened there and you're just like, no, that's done. You're like, done now. If they fucking pulled out of Ukraine tomorrow, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Never let that fucking yeah. propaganda but farm there's too much spew money, shit. Too much money there. And that and that stuff gets clicks. And, and I don't think that the people who own this and want to monetize your eyeballs care enough about the world. No. And, you know, these are oligarchs. Yes, they These are. are oligarchs. They are. Yep. So, you know, they, they don't give a fuck about anything nope. except for how much fucking money they're going to make. Now, Tucker was, uh, he was, he was very upset about this because people were attacking RT and basically attacking all these Kremlin based news organizations. And so he was pissed off about it. And he, so he said as much and he has been backing Putin since the beginning, but I want to play this clip. This clip was edited by someone who went out of their way to play pieces of him basically arguing with himself four yeah. days apart. So I will try to tell you what the screen says when it plays. So here we go. 
So this is Monday, February 28th. Greer began by pointing out that Russia has obviously earned our contempt. Okay, so four days before. President, Democrats in Washington have told you you have a patriotic duty to hate Vladimir Putin. This is again going back to the 28th. Most Americans now despise Vladimir Putin, and that's understandable. There <laughs> four days before. Conflict in Eastern Europe. Before that happens, it might be worth asking yourself, since it is getting pretty serious, what is this really about? Why do I hate Putin so much? Has Putin ever called me a racist? Has he threatened to get me fired for disagreeing with him? Has he shipped every middle-class job in my town to Russia? Did he manufacture a worldwide pandemic that wrecked my business and kept me indoors for two years? Is he teaching my children to embrace racial discrimination? Is he making fentanyl? Is he trying to snuff out Christianity? Does he eat dogs? These are fair questions, and the answer to all of them is no. Monday, February 28th. Most Americans now despise Vladimir Putin, and that's understandable. They're outraged. <laughs> so it, it, a, a yeah. massive about face. Yeah, with in, no recognition of the about days. face. In four days. Like, the thing, the thing is that I, I, I saw this, and I wanted to point this out. It is okay for honest people to have a change of heart. 100% agree. You can be wrong. I've been wrong. Yes. Like, I, I, I've been wrong about important things. Me too. And I have come around yeah. on things yeah. and thought more deeply and been educated about things. And then when you do that, all of a sudden your messaging does change. It has to but be. it changes when you do this. You know, it turns out I was wrong. Yeah. And here's what yeah. I learned. Yeah. And here's how I learned it. Those are some and of, here's what swayed me. That's some of the hardest things that you can do in your life. Yes. It really is a hard thing to admit your fault and your weakness and your incorrectness. Yeah. It's very hard to do. And I, it, I think it takes a lot of courage to do that. It takes a lot of courage to look at yourself and want to change. Yeah. To want to change who you are and to want to change yourself for the better. I got evidence. This evidence makes me think something different. I had all my life thought about this way. Right. I had thought about it this way because maybe I had bad, bad notions. Maybe sometimes that stuff is, you know, racist or whatever. Right. Yeah, I had incomplete and information. I didn't think clearly about it. don't recognize sometimes yeah, right. that you're racist, right? There's right. been times in my life where Absolutely. I don't recognize that I'm being racist. And then I suddenly hear something that makes me realize I have been racist. And then I stop and it it's a painful process to go through. Yep. But you go through it. But you go through it. You do it. Yep. And you do it. But unless you're a fucking giant coward, and then you don't even fucking look at the flaming wreckage behind you right. as you gingerly step over it and pretend nothing happened. I mean, all this would be a non-issue if he was like, holy shit, I didn't think it was going to escalate this bad. Yeah. I misjudged the severity yeah. of the conflict, etc. You know, it turned I was wrong. Yeah. Yep. This is an atrocity. As I watch this unfold, I have come to the conclusion yeah. that I was wrong four days ago when I downplayed, downplayed this. It's the fucking easiest thing e in the world. And actually, to be honest, to be honest, that's an easy thing to do. That is right? the easiest is thing e to do. That is an easy thing to do. That's what I mean. Yeah. He could get out of this without losing any face. Yeah. That, that, and that's the easiest kind of reversal, right? Yeah. Because he has he has every he's the smoothest. He's a fucking lubricated exit. Yeah, he's got. And a, if you want a lubricated exit, you can head over to adamandeve.com. <laughs> lubricated entry <laughs> <laughs> or exit. Or exit. Yeah, head over to adamandeve.com. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> no, but 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 it's uh, watching Tucker Carlson just 
you know, that that stream of garbage that came out of his mouth to say why you shouldn't hate Putin is essentially just bagging on every single, he, he essentially hates every single Democrat in the country because he's straw manning every one of their arguments as he works his way through. Oh, oh 100%. Yeah. And it's so funny. I have to just, I have to point out too, when he's like, well, do they close down your business by manufacturing a pandemic? It's like, most of the pandemic was under your boy's watch. I know. It's like, I don't understand how they don't see this. Did, did you guys think the pandemic started fucking in January of 20? Like, what? Or 21, you rather? What the DeSantis fuck? this week when he talked to those kids? Oh, my God. And he made he, fun of them for he, wearing masks? He walks out and he sees him. He's like, come on, guys. Take the masks off. And there's these students. He's at one of those state colleges in- USF. In, yeah. yeah he's, he's at a state college in Florida. He walks up and he says- and these, all these kids are lining behind the podium in masks. And he walks up and he says, come on, come on, take these masks off. That's enough with the COVID theater. You can wear them if you want, but they're not doing anything. Yep. And then he starts his, his speech and a couple of the kids took them off. Now there's a couple of brave kids behind. They're like, fuck you. I'm wearing this fucking thing. Yeah. I, if I don't feel safe, I'm going to wear it. The end. That's it. That's the end of this. It's my safety, not yours. But you know, to, to hear him say COVID theater yep. and you're like, man, it started all under Trump. It yeah. was all under him. What are you talking about, COVID theater? What what theater has 950,000 corpses in it? Because that's the number of fucking yeah. dead so far. Yeah. 950,000. We're still like people are saying it's, all, it's we're still losing 1800 people a day. It's not like it's not like the deaths are slowing down 1800 right people die every single day on a 14-day average. What the f and we're just like Done with it? Yeah. Because we're what? Bored? Yeah. Well, and that, and there's a ton of people in the United States that, you know, you look at DeSantis, for instance, as a perfect example. They've been saying since the beginning that he's, he's fucking with his numbers. Yes. They've been saying, yes. they've been saying that he's fired people who've released data. Like there's been a lot of garbage that has come out that DeSantis has been trying to fudge his numbers to try to prove he's not wrong. This is Trump with a Sharpie, man. Yeah, it he's is hundred percent. He's just doing it with other fucking, with, with an Excel sheet instead of a fucking yep. weather map. Yeah. That's all he's doing. Cause a guy like DeSantis is like, he's in charge of a state that relies on for, for a giant chunk of its revenue relies on tourism. And I understand it. And the thing is like, I could be sympathetic to the intense pressure that that provides. I could, I, yeah. and I am sympathetic to the very, very many businesses and the people whose sure. like livelihoods sure. rely on Me this were impacted. But instead of recognizing all of that as true, they're trying to just write a different history book. Yeah. That makes me fucking insane. Yeah. They're gaslighting us. Yeah. And I hate that term, but they're doing it. Yeah. They're straight up gaslighting. They're people. trying to pretend nothing ever yes. happened. And then they're trying to blame you for wanting to remain safe. Yep. And it's That's, it's a terrible turn of events. It is horrible. Yeah. I'm going to take you to the bank. Vladimir Putin. To the blood bank. He is a legitimate Aikido black belt. So stories from Queerty. It's just fucking weird, man. Uh, Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation again, and the internet is lolling. So, uh, fucking, fucking Joe Rogan retweeted a picture of Steven Seagal all combat geared up. Oh god! And he and the and the the tweet straight out of his Jodo. Just right. walked right out of his Jodo. <laughs> that's a that's a joke from Citation Needed. We covered. We, I don't want to say we, I'm going to say this was a gem that Eli found. This was, this was a gem that Eli, Eli found. knocked this essay 
out of the park. So go. This ball is still in the air. Go search for the Steven Seagal episode. It is an absolute treasure on guys, stuff I had no idea. The best part about it is I walked into that blind because I had Same. no idea. And there's so much absolute trash. He's such a trash human. And you had no idea. He was and such he's a trash such human. a fucking liar. Oh. Like he's one of those, he's one of those guys whose yeah. entire life yes. is a series of stories a series that are of lies. Yeah. more and more unbelievable. Yeah, he's yes. a big fish. Yeah. And it's this image is amazing because it's they, somebody has photoshopped CNN and you want to read it, Tom? Yeah. So it's it says intelligence agencies around the world have spotted American actor Steven Seagal among Russian special forces positioned around the outskirts of Gostomel Airfield near Kiev, captured by Russian airborne troops. It's a photoshopped image. None of that is true. Yeah, and it's a photoshop of of CNN. Yeah. Now. Here's the thing that I want to bag on Joe Rogan about. Because Joe Rogan, of course, tweets this out and he, or he posts this to Facebook and then he says something. So Tom, read what, read what Joe says when he tweets this out and then quickly deletes it. He says, if I had to guess the plot of this fucked up movie we're living through, I would say we were about 14 hours from the arrival of the aliens. And then he deleted it because he yeah. was trying to make a joke about how fucked up this thing is. Right. But he didn't bother to check, right? So uh, a while back, I I did something similar, right? I found yep. a story that was false, but I went I went through the trouble of checking to make sure that it was a real story, at least posted on that website. So yep. it was a real story posted Rolling on Stone? Rolling Stone. Yep. They just didn't do their due diligence to make sure that it was a correct story. Right? They were going by a. Uh, just a, a bad source, a bad source, yeah. just one bad source that they had said. But I had done my due diligence to make sure that it actually occurred on their site. Because here's the thing. You could just type in a little bit of something with CNN and, and then you'll find the headline. Right. You could find the headline, Joe. It doesn't take long. It takes a few seconds to do your due diligence to make sure that that story is properly sourced from CNN and you're not just tweeting a photo. But the other thing is like, Joe does this all the time. Yeah. He's like, I, and I think he's just fucking, he's a, he's lazy. I think he's a comedian. Like that's where he got his start. I think he thinks how he thinks of himself and it's just fucking lazy. Yeah. And I'm lazy. I get that, but I have no fucking excuse to be lazy if I've got a $200 million deal. Yeah. You and, know, and that many people who follow you and pay right. attention to your, you Facebook. could hire a guy. You could write every tweet. If you, if you wanted to be Joe Rogan and be halfway responsible yeah, with that kind of money, you could be like, I wrote this tweet. I'm going to send it. Just make sure it's correct. Yeah. The problem is, is that it's the speed of the thing too. And I think that one of the things that a lot of these people recognize is that they've got to be on these platforms a lot. Constantly. Constantly <clears throat> to look at. And, you know, we, we're saying Joe. It might not be Joe. It's a possibility it was a dude who works for him that did That's that. true. There's yeah. a possibility. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, we don't know if Joe I don't know has who's a guy. handling his fucking, it could be his girlfriend or right. his wife or whatever right. who's doing it. I don't know right. who's true. handling his social media account, but whoever did it is wielding a, a lot of power to a lot of people and can, and they can spread false, false stories all the time. And he's done it before he's been burned yeah. and doesn't learn the lesson. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the speed of the thing either, because I, you know, what I want to mention is that, you know, there's this speed factor that you have to have in social media where you have to be first. And if you're first, then you get all the retweets or whatever. And so that's how you get all your right, juice right. on social media. 
I don't know if it's the speed of it. And I don't know if slowing it down would ever help Joe Rogan not be a dumbass, right? Like, I don't know that any amount of slow motion right. would let Joe Rogan suddenly be smart. Yeah, but like, if I get burned two, three, four times right? on this kind of thing, then I seriously, put I would something in place. I would have a I would have a guy you like do things I, like like this. I would hire for that kind of money. I could hire literally a full time person yeah. whose job was to enter. I would tweet him what I wanted It'd to be, be on call. It'd be a hundred percent on call. Hey, job. make sure this is right. Here's a salary job. Right. I tweet out ten times a day. You got to be on call, ready to do. It this. would slow it down by minutes, minutes. because, like you You're said, right. fact checking You're some right. of this stuff takes, takes seconds. No takes time. Seconds. He could have easily searched on CNN to double check if right. this was real. And, and his excuse for this is like, well, it seems believable because, you know, Steven Seagal has been in trouble with, you know, for shipping. And you're like, okay, seems real isn't enough. Seems real. Can we not? And the, and the thing is like, does this have any particular yeah. direct harm in its in and of itself? No. But this, this adds to a cluttered information yes. ecosystem yes. that is so full of disinformation and misinformation that we are unable to trust anything that lives on it. Yeah. And that allows for bad actors to manipulate us. And the more shit we let live in this information ecosystem and the more we propagate it, the worse off all of us are about other more serious shit. Not that the Ukraine yeah. situation isn't serious. It's deadly, it's deadly serious. serious. But this particular story, this story isn't is serious yeah. in that sense. But you're right. 100% right, Tom. That is exactly why we need to stop somebody from doing this. Because he's not just... He's not just your Uncle Joe sharing a bad story who, you know, five family members are going to see it because everybody else has him hidden on Facebook. Right. He should have done a gut check. He should have done a gut check. Buy the book. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Hi, honey. Hi, honey. Smile, honey. Gee, it's great to be back. Hi, honey. I'm home. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, look at you this guy. saved it, buddy. Look at this guy. You saved it. Jesus, look at this guy. Fucking serious. Can I, I, okay. okay. We, it looks like, okay. Pat Robertson looks like he got shot in the chest with a shrink ray and all, <laughs> like, like that part of his body is shrinking or there's like a weird forced perspective where his head is so much closer than the rest of yeah. his body. His body has shrunk over the years, but also, and I am not, I'm not even kidding. You got to look at this picture. See, so when was the last wake you went to? You're absolutely right. I know where you're going. He looks. He looks like the a, makeup on him looks, looks exactly like, a, like corpse makeup. He looks like someone is manipulating him from. I, and it's not. Past. I'm not even kidding. No. When you go, when you go to a wake, and you see the corpse there, and and they every corpse looks exactly the same. They use the same fucking makeup for yeah. every corpse yeah. you've ever you're seen. Right. You're right. He his makeup guy is straight out of the fucking funeral home. All right. Straight out of you're the not, funeral you're home. Not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I. I mean. How do you bring a dead thing to life? <laughs> Let's play this. This is Pat Robertson. This is him talking about the conflict that is currently happening in Ukraine. I think you can say, well, Putin's out of his mind. Yes, maybe so. But at the same time, he's being compelled by God. He went into the Ukraine, but that wasn't his goal. His goal was to move against Israel ultimately. By the way, what? we learned last week, at least we were messaged, yes. and we must have said it a couple times, it's Ukraine, and I'm trying to catch myself because yeah. I grew up in the Cold War when you would use the definite article in front of it. Yeah. And you shouldn't do that. It's Ukraine, not it's Ukraine. Yes. Not we were corrected. Not definitely. I think article. I know I made that mistake yeah. many, many times. I think I did too. I'm trying to correct yep. myself. So I, if you if you do hear me say it, 
understand I'm doing my best to try to correct myself. So if I said it earlier in the episode, I didn't mean to, yep. but uh, but it's I'm trying to work on that. But he's wrong. You should say Ukraine. It's Ukraine, not the yeah, Ukraine. Not the. And God is getting ready to do something amazing. Is it reanimate you? Is that what <laughs> and that will be fulfilled. And what Putin is doing by moving as he is to set up uh, Ukraine as a, as a uh, staging ground for one of the armies, and then across is is Erdogan at Turkey, and and you've got between them that little Dardanelles area, and it's going to happen. So I just say that is what's coming up. Is Putin crazy? Is he mad? Well, perhaps. But God says, I'm going to put hooks in your jaws and I'm going to draw you into this battle, whether you like it or not. And he's being compelled after the move into the Ukraine. He's being compelled to move again to get a land bridge and then across the Dardanelles with Turkey and watch what's going to happen next. You read your Bible because it's coming to pass. First off, if you put hooks in his mouth and you pulled them, his whole body wouldn't move, but his whole face would <laughs> basically just slide off his I don't skullet. know that you could put hooks in his paper, paper skin. <laughs> I think the hooks are just, it's just the weight of a hook yeah. would pull it right I feel out. Like, I feel like a stiff breeze could just blow right through him. Yeah. He has never looked older. I, I'll tell you, you know, even, even a couple of, you know, maybe a year ago when he was still doing this regularly, yeah. he still, you still looked at him and you're like, gosh, that guy looks like the Crypt Keeper, but he's, you know, he's still, now he genuinely a hundred percent, you're absolutely right. He looks like, he looks like someone reanimated a corpse. Oh my God. It, it's, you're, it's astonishing that he's upright. Yeah. It is, especially wearing that corpse makeup. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm also amazed that like, he's like, yeah, you guys watch. Like there's a, there's that like, end of the world apocalypse glee yeah, that these so guys disgusting. have. It's that so you're like, disgusting. oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for people to suffer so and to die and for the end of the world to come. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. It's like, no, like your God is, if any of that was real and it's not, so I'm not worried yeah. about that. Yeah. Like I'm worried about plenty of other shit. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. But if any of that was real, that would be the worst. Yeah. I know. Like if that God existed, Cecil, and he came down into the studio, I'd be like, you're the fucking worst. You're the worst. You know, the other thing that it does too, not only does it make like, like you say, absolutely, it makes all of these people so ghoulish yes. when they look all around the world and like, and and there's no better word that than the word you used gleefully looking around the world at all the sadness and hurt and damage that humans do to others and use it as fodder to try to, say that it is it is the end times come to pass, yeah. right? To prove their point and to be gleeful about it. That's a great way to put it. But it, the other thing that it does too is it makes every single conflict on the globe about them. Yep. It takes yep. away the agency of all these people and all the horrible agency behind people on why they do things and all the, you know, the uplifting agency on why people do things and it makes it about them. Nobody is in control. It's about my God. It's about, and, and it's, it's a way to make entire United States history. In fact, the world history about you. Yep. Yeah. The, these guys are like cataclysm and tragedy fetishists. Yeah. They're, they fucking get off yeah. on this shit. Yeah. And it's grotesque. Yeah. It's absolutely grotesque. And they're excited 
for the next level of suffering to yeah, ramp up. Yeah, yeah. They want it to be true. And I think part of the reason they want it to be true is because it'll finally, it's like, it's like the Q guys, I think at some point, yeah. they want to find a baby with its fucking face sure. chopped off or so they don't look John stupid. John or whatever. Right. Yeah. Because I think that at some point they're willing to have the tragedy so they weren't wrong all this time. Just so they could feel better about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, they were just wrong. If you're Pat Robertson, you wasted your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. If this shit doesn't come to pass, yeah. you've literally wasted your whole life. If you die and just go to sleep, what yep. now? Right. Yeah. I feel like an asshole. Well, not for no, long. You don't feel anything. <laughs> not for <Yeah>. long. Right? <laughs> not for long, Pat. <laughs> not for long. But yeah, it's it's a selfish way to look at the world. Yep. It's a it's a ghoulish way to look at the world. It really is disgusting. And this is just on par for every one of these people, Fucking every right. one of these prophets, quote unquote prophets, the evangelical prophets. They've been doing this for decades. And it gets sick. It's just so sickening every time you see it, but sometimes it's just so writ large, you just gotta call it out. So we would like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons, but we'd like to thank our newest patrons, Ty, Lena, Brett, Rope Stuff 2, Chris, James, Connie, Glenn, David, Laura, Stephen, Phil, Aiden, and David. And people up their pledges, Eric and Matthew, thank you so much for your generous donations. We really do appreciate it. Uh, you guys make Glory Hole Studios. You make the wheels on the bus go round and round. <laughs> you definitely do. Uh, so thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, you guys are the best. Thank you. And we are uh, we are going to, we didn't get a lot of email this week. We're going to wind up skipping email. Next week for our stream, uh, we're not sure if we're going to be able to do one or not. Next week, we're going to be recording a day early. That means that if we do do a stream, it would be on Wednesday night. So watch your uh, your Facebook feeds on like Tuesday or Wednesday to see if we're going to stream or not. And if you want to join us for a Wednesday night stream, like I said, check those out to see if we're going to stream those nights. For the next two weeks, we'll be recording on Wednesdays instead. So it's a possibility we'll stream, but we're not quite sure yet. So, uh, but but definitely keep your eyes on the stream or on the uh, on the social media for those two days. Uh, and if you missed our stream this week, check it out because we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of we fun did. talking about Jerry Enlow or Johnny Enlow. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Whatever. It Whatever literally does not matter. And then we watched some fun clips. So come check us out. Uh, you can always check our streams out after the fact at YouTube, on Twitch, and on Facebook. And while you're there, you can always like or subscribe to those things so you know when we go live. You'll know, you'll just get a notification in your like email or on your phone when we go live. And that way you can just show up on the streams and hang out with us. And the streams are different than the show. So it's a, it's a looser, like yeah. more off the cuff kind of a feel. It's a yeah. good time. So it's a lot of fun. Check them out. If you've not already checked out a stream, you're missing out. Check yeah. them out. They're a lot of fun. Absolutely. It's a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, we want to, of course, let people know, again, the book is out. Please if you haven't purchased the book and you're interested in purchasing the book, uh, we encourage you to buy it. Uh, Tom and I spent a lot of time writing the book and making the book and proofing the book and paying other people to do all the editing on the book. So we did a lot of work on this. The Grand Unified Theory of Bullshit, guys. You can search for it on Amazon. You can buy it in paperback. You can get it as a Kindle. It's available on our website as an audiobook. It damn well better be. It is be. <laughs> available on our website as an audiobook. We're saying it because we're hoping it's true. God we're, damn it, We're going to make sure it's true. So this Monday, you should be able to buy the book as an audiobook on our website. And then you can also, like I say, uh, pick it up in, in any of its hardcover. It's not hardcover. Softcover now. Hardcover's in a couple weeks. I haven't gotten the proof yet. So I didn't even know what a hardcover book even looks like. Um, 
because they haven't they haven't sent they haven't sent the product when I when I got it and it'll take over a month for you to get a hardcover book if you order one. Just let it will it really? Yeah, it will take you over a month to get one. Holy shit! I don't shit. know what they do. They must like have to. What do they fucking hand assemble that? They thing? have to like it. They have to like mill the paper or Jesus. whatever. But it's but seriously, it takes a long time. So I haven't even seen. That's why it's not up as hardcover because I haven't yeah, even because we haven't seen gotten it. a copy. I to haven't proof. even seen it to to even know whether it's worthwhile. So anyway, so uh, so the book hardcover should be out. We hope within a couple of weeks. But you can get paperback and Kindle right now. And audiobook. And audiobook. Because Ian's going to make that. Because so. Ian's going to go to our website and get the audiobook. <laughs> Ian's making it so. Ian. <laughs> All right, that is going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.